It's one thing to understand how it happens. It's another thing entirely to understand how to deal with it. Reducing technical debt involves addressing issues and inefficiencies in a system's design, code base, and overall infrastructure. So by prioritizing ethics and data security, organizations can avoid potential legal and reputational risks, which could lead to costly technical debt in the future. Welcome to Overcoming Tech Debt, a podcast series from the thought leaders at IDC, sponsored by DXC. Hello, I'm Rohit Mehra, Group Vice President for IDC's Worldwide Network and Telecommunications Research Practice. And I'm Mary Johnston-Turner, Research Vice President, Future of Digital Infrastructure at IDC. And it's our pleasure to be your hosts as we take a comprehensive look at the issue of tech debt, its impact, and how to address it. Last time on our premiere episode, Constraining the Path to Growth, We learned how DXC is helping customers to overcome tech debt and improve opportunities for digital business growth. Today on episode two, Data, the Pipeline to Digital Business, we'll explore how DXC is helping customers to improve the quality and timeliness of data-driven decision-making by breaking down data silos and retiring tech debt. And finally, in episode three, we'll dig into the value of partner-led tech debt modernization including a look at best practices, customer success stories, and the importance of working with the right technology partners. We have a lot of ground to cover, and let's face it, every passing moment means your organization could be accumulating more debt. So let's get to it. Our guest for this second episode is Srijani Day, Chief Data and Analytics Officer and DXC Fellow. Srijani, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Rohit. Hi, Mary. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts, Srijani, but I'd like to begin with a question for Mary. Data-driven decision-making is a fundamental enabler of effective digital business programs. Based on your research, how confident are enterprise leaders when it comes to taking full advantage of their organization's data assets? I have to tell you, among the enterprise leaders that I speak to, and I'm constantly out there with surveys and interviews and that kind of thing, um, what I hear is that improving the quality and timeliness of data-driven decision-making is consistently one of the top concerns that's keeping them up at night. Mission-critical data is everywhere. We know it's in different formats. It's sitting on different vintages of storage platforms. It's accessed by different kinds of computers and application formats. And of course, it's linked across many, many cloud services, including software as a service. Add in the opportunities presented by emerging technologies like generative AI, and just about every major enterprise I'm talking to is asking itself how to maximize the value of proprietary customer data and intellectual property. So Mary, what are the major challenges these enterprises face? Well, in many cases, it might seem overly simplistic, but it's hard to find all this data. It can be really challenging, particularly given the increased use of multi-cloud architectures, software as a service, different teams within the organization doing their own application development and deploying onto different kinds of uh, cloud platforms. So sometimes it's just getting a hold of it. 
Then it's figuring out how to interconnect it, whether you've used appropriate, consistent APIs or programming automation. And then there's a question about, well, how do you protect it and how do you share it and how do you analyze it effectively? We all know that as data and edge and computing and cloud gets more distributed, uh, the cyber threats are rising. And so there's a lot of concerns around data resiliency and protection and recovery. And then, of course, there's just being consistent about the data logistics and data management. So all in, there's there's a lot of challenges facing people right now that want to get the maximum value out of their data investments. Let me ask you, Mary, what role does tech debt have in creating these problems? Can you share some examples here? Sure. Tech debt's a reflection of the reality that every time we design and deploy a new data-driven application, we're working with state-of-the-art technology for the applications, the platforms, the analytics. But over time, the business can become kind of really aligned with that, and it can be hard to change. Organizations that are trying to maintain and modernize and be flexible across their data and applications capabilities really need a continual approach to modernization. They need a governance model that brings in IT and business. They need data protection capabilities that keep up with changing regulations. They need to be able to modernize and interconnect on different platforms. And they need to maintain accessibility across all these resources and systems, even as the applications and the way it consumes the data continues to change. So it's really a people, policy, and technology conversation to try to get over some of these challenges. But, you know, I'd like at this point to hear from DXC on this. Uh, What's your experience for Johnny? What types of data-related tech debt concerns are DXC customers struggling with in 2023? I think there are three main concerns. A skill gap in data management, a continued challenge in the timeliness and quality of data, and the evergreen challenge of alignment between business and IT. Let me explain each one. For the skill gap, organization can't find skilled professional to handle the increasing demand for data. It leads to compromised quality, where projects become focused on tactical delivery using shortcuts to move forward. Next, focus on data quality, which is similar to the focus on tech debt. You will always be addressing it and never goes away entirely. A data quality value chain is great, but if it encounters legacy tools, data sprawls, and inconsistent definitions, it falls short of the mark. It impedes the data flow and limits timely insights for organizations. For the third, it's easier to call this the misalignment between business owners and IT project owners. If a joint definition of success and value is missing, it hinders the development of effective data-driven strategies. These three areas are all contributing to technical debt, promoting shortcuts, compromising long-term considerations, and leading to inefficient or suboptimal solutions that will require remediation in the future. What advice do you give to your customers about how to build the business case to retire data-related tech debt? Embedding actionable insight at every level of your organization is the North Star. Your teams need to think differently and have insight that allow faster, effective decisions as extremely essential. Getting to the North Star means modernizing, understanding where your value accrues, and then monetizing. To do this, You want to align value streams through mapping data producers, consumers, and your IT team product owners. When you do that, 
everyone understands the flow and value of data through your organizational data value chain. You have the aha moment where you identify areas for improvement. Data loses value if you do not avail it at the right point of time. That is why many tech debt projects are focused on data. DXC Leading Edge research found that tech debt projects focused on data figured highly for industries like financial services, insurance, public sectors, telco, media, and technology. When data value stream mapping helps bring alignment across the executives, return on investment is expected in months rather than years and gives you a way to bake in the tech debt retirement as a part of the project that has tangible business outcomes for the company. Mary, let me jump in and ask a follow-up question. What makes it so difficult for organizations to modernize data platforms and operations? You know, for one thing, I think organizations are really drowning in data. The rate of data creation is just skyrocketing in today's digital business environment. Every click, every interaction, you name it, it comes up. Many organizations attempt to retain all this data and then they get into a whole discussion around managing it, fulfilling compliance and regulatory requirements. And often it may be, you know, very different groups who have to weigh in and, and global organizations. It could be different geographies. So it's really complex just to get a handle on the data. And then you've got to make some decisions about what are the right platforms? What are the right operating models and tools? And again, how are we going to interconnect them? And how are we going to continue to minimize the tech debt while moving forward? So many of the companies I talk to say they really don't effectively extract the full value of their data assets. Many of these organizations are overlooking the impact that having brittle data silos puts on their business. They lack integration and, and they just aren't able to get data together to make decisions because it's in so many different formats and, and lacks appropriate APIs. So organizations are beginning to realize that they need better visibility across all this business data. And in many cases right now, what they've been doing is throwing data analysts and visualization tools and a lot of manually created and customized dashboards on top of it to sort of try to surface what really matters. But we all know that that can be expensive and slow and error prone. And I think a lot of organizations now are looking you know, to the next generation of generative AI and different opportunities to maybe streamline some of this analysis uh, to run on more modern platforms, to take advantage of more cloud-based systems and multi-cloud systems. So it's really an ongoing conversation, but first and foremost, you got to know what the data is and what you're trying to do with it. So Johnny, what does DXC recommend in terms of best practices for modernizing data platforms and pipelines for digital business? In our experience, DXC has several best practices here. Number one, optimize data management. This is table stakes. Number two, architect for change. Focus on data ecosystem with high interoperability which speeds time to market. Flexible and adaptable are the keywords here, especially to accommodate future changes and evolving technologies. Number three, focus on user experience. Align modernization initiatives with data and AI-driven outcomes to drive adoption. Prioritize user experience to enhance engagement and acceptance. Number four, 
determine where incremental modernization would make sense. If you are not in the initial stages of data modernization journey, embed the modernization as a part of a larger initiative. Clearly define the data-driven outcomes as objectives to that broader engagement. And number five, creating a value realization mindset. Balance the pressure to accelerate value-based solutions with addressing technical debt. Adopt a mindset of why, what, and how. Emphasize the benefits of power of 3S, speed, which is faster time to market, scalability, flexible and transparent data access, and sustainability, quality, and trustworthy data on a resilient platform. By following these best practices, you can position your organization for success and a clear path to data modernization. What does a successful decision intelligence-driven organization look like to you, Sujani? So there are two important aspects. Research and DXC's experience point to enabling faster and more action-oriented decisions, as well as ability to embed insight at the right point of time. Moving from data to insights to actions enables the business to move at scale, frees up time to dedicate more cycles, to pivot to the journey of AI-powered organization with confidence, with collaboration and entrepreneurial thinking, and subsequently helping the top-line growth or improving company's bottom line by reducing technical challenges. Many organizations are looking at automation. As a matter of fact, both automation and decision intelligence drives business agility today. But we need to consider for tomorrow. We are currently experiencing the evolution of Ray Kurzweil's Law of Accelerating Returns, where various systems are accelerating exponentially and in parallel. Technologies like AI, quantum computing, 3D printing, AR, VR, and nanotechnology create powerful innovation when brought together. We need to combine these to embark on data and AI-fueled exponential growth and automating processes across the breadth of the company. Being prepared for today isn't enough for tomorrow's tech. We need to prepare our data and data assets to work for the future as well. That's a really comprehensive assessment. I'd like to give our listeners a moment to absorb all that. But stay with us. We're going to switch gears to the subject of cyber resiliency next. This series is brought to you by DXC Technology. DXC helps global companies run their mission-critical systems and operations while modernizing IT, optimizing data architectures, and ensuring security and scalability across public, private, and hybrid clouds. The world's largest companies and public sector organizations trust DXC to deploy services to drive new levels of performance, competitiveness, and customer experience across their IT estates. Learn more about how we deliver excellence for our customers and colleagues at DXC.com. That's where you can also download the DXC Leading Edge Research Report on how to manage tech debt and make modernization happen in your organization. Now, back to the conversation. Welcome back to Overcoming Tech Debt. Today, we are talking about how organizations can improve the quality and timeliness of their data-driven decision-making by breaking down data silos and retiring technical debt. Joining me is my colleague, Mary Johnston-Turner from IDC and Srijani Day from DXC. Before the break, Srijani laid out her vision of what a successful intelligence-driven organization looks like. 
But now I'd like to pivot to the topic of cyber resiliency, which obviously is a critical concern for all organizations. We know that fragmented systems and silos managed with ad hoc purpose-built processes and tools make it really difficult to consistently and proactively manage and protect data. Let me ask you, Mary, how are various approaches to disaster recovery and security changing? given the proliferation of sophisticated cyber threats that we are seeing these days? You know, we see many organizations rethinking their security model. And in particular, they're moving from perimeter security models that expect to keep the bad guys out to more zero trust approaches where we don't trust anybody and we're going to defend and rapidly remediate across kind of every touch point. Uh, I think many organizations are turning to the public cloud for backup and DR facilities. I've seen organizations doing air gap solutions, proactive anomaly detection to try to determine if there's malware or ransomware sort of thing has been inserted anywhere in the process. They're embracing very predictive cyber threat detection and, and automated recovery across the board. But The attack surface is expanding, particularly in distributed mobile and edge environments. The volumes and sources of data are just exploding everywhere. And the value of that data keeps going up too. And there's all kinds of issues about extra layers of protection and confidentiality around personally identifiable data and that kind of thing. So tech debt is just such an obstacle to not only gain the full value out of data assets, but also to protecting that information. Because if you don't have the entire environment really locked down and and have high levels of detection and remediation in place, you're putting your business and, and that personal identification at risk. And often some of the older you know, applications and platforms may not be suitable for some of the more modern approaches. So there really is this sort of risk conversation that has to come in as organizations grapple with, you know, how rapidly and where to modernize and recognizing that making sure you've got environments that can take full advantage of the most modern security capabilities has really got to be part of that conversation. Sir Johnny, what recommendations does DXC have for enterprises when it comes to eliminating the tech debt around storage and data use? Can you share an example of the benefits that result from these kinds of efforts? Reducing technical debt involves addressing issues and inefficiencies in a system's design, code base, and overall infrastructure. However, we also recommend prioritizing privacy and data security. It is beyond potential and legal reputational risk associated with mishandling of data. It also increases the ability to increase or modify controls to match emerging regulation or security postures. Then you don't want to use data erroneously or in ways that risk incorrect inferences or flawed conclusions. That's not even tech debt. It's simply wasted money. However, By taking a proactive approach to data management and ethics around usage, which is all the more relevant now with the new wave of generative AI, organizations can minimize the accumulation of technical debt and maintain a more efficient and sustainable technology ecosystem. What are the most important elements that drive successful outcomes? To drive successful outcomes, it is important to focus on the following elements. 
Number one, entrepreneurial mindset. Develop a relentless focus on meeting customers' need and drive organizational agility. Number two, data monetization and enterprise adoption based on fostering collaborative efficiency between IT and business functions using value streams. Understand the data consumption and context based on specific business processes, based on their importance to delivering results. Number three is democratization of data. Widespread understanding of data and its definitions for proper usage within the organization is imperative. Help people understand how to use it instead of relying on IT to make these decisions. The business needs to have some ownership and accountability as well. The next one is looping insights into operational application. Automate for speed and scale. Enable the system to make decisions in line. This ensures that valuable insights are translated into actionable improvements in operations processes. And the last one, but one of the very important one, is end-to-end data product ownership. Governance is never the top of anyone's list, but it's critical to creating healthy, robust, and valuable data assets. Design and construction should be owned by the enterprise body close to the business process. Build once, iterate often, so that you not only increase the reuse, but remediate technical debt through each iteration. That's very valuable advice, Shrijani, on how to drive business outcomes within the enterprise. I'm afraid we are almost out of time for today. But before we wrap up, turning to both of you for your final comments, Mary, why don't you go first? What would you like to leave us with? Well, I I think fundamentally, I want folks to leave with an understanding of just how important data is to the success of digital business And to understand that tech debt really drives up not just the cost of operations, but it creates a a brittleness to the organization that can reduce the quality and timeliness of of important decisions. It can reduce the ability to roll out and monetize new data-driven capabilities. It can create lots of security and compliance risks. And, you know, to be honest, organizations need to recognize from the C-level and the board on down that to be a successful digital business, they need to commit to eliminating data-related tech debt, reducing data silos, and continuing to enhance the security and performance across all their very varied and continually growing data resources. Anything you'd like to add, uh, Shrijani, in terms of final thoughts? DXC has successfully accelerated the data journey for numerous Fortune 500 companies by following three key principles. Number one, DXC focuses on stabilizing data infrastructure and promoting data literacy within organizations. By strengthening the foundation, companies can ensure data integrity and reliability. Principle number two, DXC advocates for platform-driven approach that do two things embed data and insights into applications seamlessly, and enable componentization and reuse. So organizations get meaningful insights that accelerate decisions, enable better productivity across all levels of the organization, and provide a hedge against future tech debt. And principle number three is DXC emphasizes the importance of silo busting. It's been said for years, but we actually deliver results that connect the dots. By breaking down barriers and promoting cross-functional collaboration, organizations can truly harness 
collective expertise, and drive innovation. Thank you, Shrijani. There's a lot to digest there. Thanks so much for sharing your insights with us today. You're welcome. It's been my pleasure. For any in-depth discussion, please feel free to reach out to me through LinkedIn. Our guest today has been Shrijani Day, Chief Data and Analytics Officer and DXC Fellow. I hope you'll join us again next time when we're going to wrap up our exploration of tech debt with a look at best practices, the benefits of working with the right technology partners, and examples of the successful outcomes achieved by customers that have partnered with DXC. Until then, I'm Mary Johnston-Turner, Research Vice President, Future of Digital Infrastructure at IDC. And I'm Rohit Mehra, Group VP for Network and Telecommunications at IDC. Thanks for listening. If you haven't heard them already, I'd encourage you to check out IDC's other podcasts like Future Enterprise, the Cloud ERP Playbook, and Making Hybrid Work. You can find them on all the major platforms, including Apple, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Talk to you soon.